Welcome to Noonia Business Podcast, episode 17, the 10 random topics episode with your hosts, Becca and Megan. Today we vent. There are 10 topics we've been stressing out about, and today we get them all off of our chests. We touch on the current K-drama drought, beg our listeners to help us find ways to stream Pretty Nuna Who Buys Me Food and Empress Key, talk about the mullet outbreak in K-pop, and psych ourselves up for buying BTS tickets. Speaking of BTS, our chance to buy world tour tickets is this afternoon, so to prepare ourselves, we wrote letters to our future selves. One letter to calm us down in case we get tickets, and one letter to console ourselves in case we don't. We also play two BTS-related games, both dedicated to new listeners. We describe BTS as if they were college students, and BTS as if they were dream vacations. That's what you're in for today on Noonie A Business. <laughs> Are we starting? I have things to talk to you about. I feel like we just saw each other less than a week ago, but it feels like a great distance of time has has come between us, and there's I so much to discuss. I feel like I'm in early American times where there's things I need to tell you and they're urgent, but the only way, it feels like the only way to get them to you are to write them in a letter and then send it with a postman on a horse. I thought you were going to say a pigeon. And he's got a carrier pigeon. to travel for days to give you this precious letter. The Wells Fargo wagon. And it takes so long for you to get back to me. That's inaccurate. It takes me forever to get back to you because well, of the kids. Yeah, those kids. And then every time I see my phone, it's like a present because you texted much. me and I love it. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Uh, all right. I have one reassess from last time. Okay. And it's from you. I hope that your reassess is that you like the mummy and you were lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That is not. I figured that was too Oh, much that's to... thank you. Yeah. Miene. I'm really sorry. That is not the case. <sighs> Someday. Um, okay. So it's actually from Boys Over Flowers. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about saying Korean words. <laughs> and we discussed the phrase, you worked hard. Oh, yeah. Suajaseo. Yeah, yeah. And you said, oh, I'll say it to you. And then there was like this pregnant pause in the air. And you go, well, not yet. You haven't worked hard. <laughs> and you've never said it to me since. <laughs> Becca, Becca, you always work hard. Suajaseo forever times a million. I was listening to it the other day and I thought, Megan, I thought, son of a gun never that, told me I worked that is hard. That's such a me thing to do to you, too. <laughs> Just like make you work for it and wait for it until you finally have to ask me. for it. I'm the worst. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna tell me I've just been saying it completely wrong for five years. Oh no! <laughs> I I just take your word for it that that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. So for all Please, I know, we're saying it incorrectly. We've been saying it like that for a long time. So would you say? Oh. So would you say, oh, Becca? Thank you. And I mean Don't that forever. Me You're always working hard. Thank you. Uh, my let's reassess is from that episode also. Oh, uh, I went back and watched the saxophone scene. <laughs> And I think I said that it was like a true sax solo, which it is. There is a backing track. Oh. Also, I just want to say, I forgot to mention the best part, which is he goes to a woman. It's unclear if they've ever met. Okay. And she just picks the saxophone up from behind a stage. I was going to tell you that. I was going to say, I also rewatched it. And I remember 
he walked up to the stage <laughs> with and there's woman. just a woman standing there yeah. and she like from behind a counter just picks up a saxophone and hands it. What kind of club I, okay. has a backup saxophone just hanging I out? Can, I can only guess that this was the the inspiration for Duke Silver on Parks and Recreation <laughs> because that's what it felt like. It was like people just wait all week for this rando to show up and play the saxophone. The fact that you just compared Boys Over Flowers with Parks and Recreation and Ron Swanson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's probably one of my favorite characters this, of all time. Yes. You just, my mind is blown. Because you're so right. The dude pottery guy from Boys Over Flowers is the original Duke Silver. I hope he liked breakfast food. Oh, he's it would, got to. It would totally ruin it for me if he didn't it, like yeah, breakfast he food. he totally does. It's so. like Ron Swanson likes to build things with wood. This oh, guy makes stuff with clay. They're both very creative. I'm guessing they both bury their gold outside a cabin they're in the woods. They're both like Casanovas. Yes. I mean, they both enjoy women. Very, very much. Man. Although I think Ron Swanson is a little pickier yeah. about his girls. We get the impression that Pottery Guy is... a much lower is... bar in some ways. Yeah. I mean, Tammies are kind of weird. The but Tammies. The hey, tammies. guys, if you haven't watched Parks and Rec, it's a great watch. Yeah. Go watch it. Highly get ready recommend. to laugh. It's yeah. delightful. Stick through the first season. I feel like we yeah. got off to a yeah. bumpy start. You just got to get the feel of the characters, yeah. and then the it's characters great. will stay with you forever. Nothing like Boys Over Flowers. No. But now that you're drawing these parallels between the characters, that's all I'm going to think yeah, of. Boys is Over Duke Flowers Silver. is wonderful. Also, I know we have we have a, a follower on Twitter. I hate using the word follower, and I, I know. hate using the word let's fan. Say, let's say friend. Can we call them friends? We have a Twitter friend. We have a Twitter friend. Yeah. And... You had mentioned, Twitter friend, if you're listening, that you haven't watched Boys Over Flowers. This is not me pressuring you to watch it at all. This is me pressuring you to go to our podcast about it, though, and listen to Megan talk about the saxophone scene. It's marked. The time code is marked. It's at the very end of the podcast. It won't spoil anything for you, but you will laugh hysterically even if you haven't seen Boys Over Flowers. I was also reading your guys' conversation about not watching Boys Over Flowers, and I would say... You don't have to watch it. If you don't want to watch it, your life will still be okay. Yeah. Like, it's not one of those... I mean, it's a classic, but if you don't want to watch it and you just want to hear what it's about, you could probably just listen to that episode. Because <laughs> we go into detail of we, all the bonkers things that happen. in depth. And then it's like, you know what happens and you can talk about it with your K-drama friends, but you never have to watch it. Again, I do endorse this drama. Yes. I think it's great. It but is, it is it's, it's an a very specific thing. It's it's like a Roth IRA of K-dramas because it's long. I don't know what that means. It's, <laughs> it's 25 <laughs> hour long episodes. It's so long. I mean, you're talking, you're investing a day I, of your life in the show. I've never met anyone who watched it who was like, man, I wish I hadn't watched that. I know. <laughs> I don't think I have. I, some days I'm like, wow, why did I watch this so many times? Yes. Maybe. Because it is weird. Man, it's so complicated. I feel so complicated <laughs> about it. And so then we have another listener, our good friend from the Great White North. Yes. Wrote us this amazing email drawing another parallel between the saxophone scene and the scene in Anchorman where, oh he, plays, where he plays the jazz, jazz flute. flute. She's right. It's exactly like that, except it's not supposed to be funny. Like, the, like okay, the Anchorman scene is hilarious because he knows it's ridiculous. The people that made that movie knew it was ridiculous, but that is not what is happening in the saxophone scene. In the saxophone scene, they think it's sexy. And it's not just one woman. 
It's a club full of women. Yeah. Staring at him. I don't know how they all kept a straight face. I have to believe that behind the scenes, that guy was like, here it goes. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're just going to try it. And the director's like, pretend just do it. Sexy. It's in the script. Just yeah. Do it. Just, yeah. Just, pretend like you're drinking a beer or something. Yeah. Just put yeah. it up to your lips and just pretend it's gold. And and maybe it's because of the Anchorman scene, which is such a kind of classic scene for, <laughs> uh, for I don't know, our generation. Is mm-hmm. that a weird thing to say? No. I feel like it was a big movie when we were young in adults. college. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's the problem for me and I can't take it seriously because just like you, <laughs> I think of that stinking flute scene and that's just what it feels like. And I'm like, my brain doesn't know what to do because it thinks this should be funny, but it's not, no one's laughing. And so I feel awkward. So I actually edited your commentary about the saxophone scene mm-hmm. over the saxophone scene <laughs> And I uploaded it to Twitter, but Wait, the video was too long. I was like, I haven't seen it. And Twitter wouldn't accept the video. So I think what I'm going to do is post it to our YouTube page. Okay. So if you search for Nunia Business on YouTube, you should be able to find it. I will go upload it, as long as it's not like a copyright infringement, which right. I don't think it is, because um, I slowed the video way down, and it's just a portion. But the thing is, it's like four solid what, minutes I gotta of this say, guy. It is even longer than I remember, too. <laughs> and I thought that I'd come to a place where I could laugh about it and enjoy it. No. It is still, like, wonderfully terrible. My... <laughs> I, yeah, we could go on about the sex scene forever. My favorite thing that you said about it, though, in that podcast was, what a horrible thing to do to a group of people in an unclosed <laughs> Can space. Can you imagine, though? Can you imagine you're, like, dancing with your friends, having a few drinks, and all of a sudden, everything goes quiet. A, arguably, very handsome man takes the stage. And then plays the sax. And you have to listen. It's not like you can dance to it. I just kept thinking, like, what if these women played a cover charge? Like, what if you paid money to get into this club? Anyway. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring up the saxophone seat again, but I did want to say he does have a backing track. I love it it so much. Like, mildly more tolerable, I guess. But then who has a backing track for a saxophone solo? Just ready to go. I'm telling you, this guy must... It's just... It's so bizarre. Never in the rest of the show is there... Before or after is there any mention that this guy is proficient with the saxophone. That's the other thing that's so weird. Nobody's like offhandedly a few episodes before like, oh, remember how you almost became a professional saxophone player but then gave it up for your art? Which would have been enough for me to be like, oh, okay, that's right. They built this thing in about the sex. Yeah. They had to use it. But they don't. It's amazing. <laughs> anyway. It makes me think that we could write a K-drama and we should. We absolutely should. All right. Next on the docket here, we have a new listener from, yes. I'm guessing... This is just me randomly guessing. Somewhere in Europe. Okay. Because she mentioned that she is going to university. Okay. Which is what they call it. Is what they call it. Like Europe. In more educated places in America when we're like, hey, I'm going to college. Going to old you. (laughs) So I'm guessing she's from Europe. But she mentioned that she's kind of lonely. She moved to a new town to go to this university and hasn't made a lot of friends yet. And we have been there, my friend. I mean, we've all been there. So my heart goes out for you, and I'm I'm wishing you the best. I yeah. know you'll meet friends. Oh, yeah, you seem like a great. super friendly, amazing human super being. Funny. So just, yeah, I think you'll be fine. But just for you, in the meantime, in the meantime, Megan and I thought that, I don't know if you're a BTS fan, I'm hoping you are, we thought we would do a game real quick of if BTS members were college students. This was difficult for me. Was it? Kind of. See, I 
It was pretty easy for me, but I, I kind of have been thinking about it all day. It was maybe difficult because I'm struggling to say this. <laughs> I've read so many college BTS fan fictions <laughs> that they do paint a very specific picture about the characters. Are you keeping this PG, Megan? These are all clean. Okay. Megan, come on. <laughs> What do you take me for? We'll talk I about would, the non-PG I after. I would never read something like that. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm excited I had to this. think a little harder. I actually, maybe it was because I was an RA in college. Mm-hmm. And the first year I had an all-senior floor. And the second year I Were had... Were you a, a freshman and you had all-seniors? No, no, no. I was a junior. Oh, I see. And I was an RA. Oh, yeah. Why would they make a freshman floor? an RA? Yeah. Really? And then when I was a senior, I was an RA to an all-freshman floor. Aww. So I feel like I got a really good variety mm-hmm. of people that lived nearby me. And um, I feel like this is important that we say who we were as college yes, students, too. Yes. Because, of course, you were an RA. Of course, I was an RA. I was financially responsible, and I uh, it was my way of paying for my room and board. And helping other people. And I helping loved, other people. And I taking care of people. And taking care of their stuff. Yep. I didn't have any fun. Yeah, that right. was me as a college student. So now you've, you, you, I worked a part-time job, took a full class load, went home, watched TV, went to bed, did not drink, wasted my time, <laughs> got mediocre grades while trying very hard. So that was me as a. College we always student. say that we're glad we didn't meet each other in college because all we would have done is watch K dramas oh, and yeah. we would have accomplished nothing. It would have been so much more fun though. Yeah, we would have had a much better time. I wish I'd had K dramas in college. God, my life would be so different if I had found this world. If you are listening and you go to college and you have K-dramas in your life, how, how do you do it? Oh, seriously. I would, I would never do anything. I just feel like it's opened my eyes to a new romantic world yes. of possibilities that of course won't ever happen, but that make life so much more fun living. I love it. I love so, it. So anyway. So here we go. Yeah. If BTS members were college students... Oldest to youngest, Megan? Yes. As, as always. I as think always. Let's best. do this. Jin, what you got? So I said, much like you, <laughs> I said Jin would be the R, an RA. Oh, that's a great one. But I think he's the RA who you never see anywhere but inside the dorm. Because there's always that RA where you're like, do you go to class? <laughs> do, you, do you leave the building? Because you never see them on campus doing anything. They're always just like walking around the halls or like sticking their head in your room being like, what you guys doing? <laughs> He's that RA. It's not annoying. You're just really not sure if he goes to school there. And he would be the one making all the jokes. Like, me RA, you are a student. <laughs> I'm just guessing that was a joke that you made <laughs> as an RA. It's from the show Undeclared, a very oh, lesser known show. show. I've yes. seen that show. It's Amy Poehler. Yes. And she goes, me RA, you, you are, are a dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So Jin. I had Jin. I feel like this is in my experience, would be Jin perfectly. He would be that older, non-traditional student <laughs> who's like midway through a, like a midlife crisis and decides they want to change their career and they're just going to go back to college. And just going to start over. Yeah, and they yeah. just hop in and they're, they're, you can tell they're like a dad already. And yeah. Like, well, my kid is your age. And you're like, oh gosh, like who Why are you? <laughs> but at the same time, you're, you're kind of welcoming to them. By it you like bit. them. They're yeah. funny. But yeah. you're just like, why are you here? <laughs> like you've gotten so far in life. Why would you come back and do this? I think I, I mean, this is maybe I'm taking for granted. Again, I didn't have fun in college, so I don't know why anyone would want to go. Mm-hmm. It sucked. All right. Sugar. <laughs> I said he's so he's like 
an intimidating TA. So the professor's like, hey, if you have any questions, go to Yoongi. And I'm like, no. <laughs> he seems terrifying. Like intimidating for so many reasons. First of all, smoking hot. Second of all, he seems so mean. I don't want to ask him anything. He's going to think I'm stupid. That's genius. I had that he's a student in class who's always sleeping. Like <laughs> never never even gets his note, notepad or nope. laptop out of his bag. He just comes in and puts his head down on it's the desk where and he sleeps. comes to nap. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's who I had Yungi with mm-hmm. me. I think, that, but That's I'm loving on, both actually. of those answers. I actually picked that for a different member. Oh, so we'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, J Hope. I have. He's the nice frat guy. Oh, I could see that. He's the he's the frat guy who joined a frat for the right reasons. <laughs> he wanted to make friends. He wanted to get involved. He likes tradition. He likes traditions. He takes it seriously. When the frat does something bad, he's the first person to be like, we will not tolerate this. <laughs> he's like the president of the frat. He knows the charter. He knows everything. I love your answer. You're really getting detailed. I think this is about BTS, Becca. (laughs) I don't just go halfway on BTS. I'm obsessed. I had that he's that chipper person at the 8 a.m. class who walks, <laughs> who, who like busts in the doors with like coffee and donuts for everybody. And he's you're so like, hype what are already. You doing? Yeah, you're just like, go, go away. Go away. And he's the one who somebody is like nonchalantly looking through their bag for a pen and he's like, I've got one. Yes. You can borrow one of mine. He's, he's like the most likable person ever, but at the same time, you're like, mm. you're like, man, just one level down. down. I'm not ready for one this until after 10. <laughs> All right, RM. (laughs) He's exactly what everybody would think, which is the smartest guy in class. Mm -hmm. And not a jerk about it at all. Like, the guy who just knows, who's just so smart. Yes. And you're like, oh, I hate that guy. He knows everything. (laughs) And he doesn't ever seem stressed out about school, ever. I had that he's the unorganized genius. Yeah, Like, he shows up to class with a laptop, but it's dead, and he doesn't have the the, the cord. Yeah. Or he brought a cord for something that doesn't charge the laptop. Like, he's just a fumbling, mumbling mess, but yes. he's so insanely smart. Where he's, it like, matter. chewing on his pen and then goes to answer a question and somehow throws the pen <laughs> yes. across the room by accident. <laughs> it's That's perfect. I think that's... We both yeah. nailed that one. Yeah, that one's perfect. Yeah. There's no one else he could be. He's just so he's smart. Just who that is. Yeah. All right, Jimin. Ugh. Same answer I always have for Jimin. We I idealize just, him so yes, much. Yes, he is... A perfect angel. So he's the campus crush, man. He's that guy that you see and you're like, hmm, someday. If only he'd notice me. That kind of thing. But you never talk to him. He smiles at you once in the library and you, you get off on that for like six months. He's that guy. You call your grandma and you're like, I met someone. I, grandma, this time it's real. You're going to love him. Like you, oh, and Facebook came out the first year I was in college. And I remember like every time I'd see that guy, I'd like find him on Facebook and be like, look up. Cause he, nobody was smart enough to block any other information right. then. So it was like, oh my God, I love the Beach Boys too. Like we're perfect for each other. We have the exact same answer. Of I course put do. the cute, quiet guy in class who's so handsome that you don't want to approach him, yeah. but he's so quiet that you like never speak to That's him either. That's the perfect detail that I feel like I forgot, which is that he's super unassuming. Yes. It's that guy. It's that guy who's in like two of your classes. He has no idea that every woman in the room <laughs> is obsessed with <laughs> him. Just, has told their grandmothers about him. It's just, 
willing to do about anything for him. Yes. And so he just sits there totally unassuming and, yeah. and, and just and just goes kind about of his minds his own business yep. being beautiful and quiet. Oh man. Just like you and me, Becca. Just like you <laughs> beautiful okay. and quiet. All right, V. <sighs> the he the one who always asked to borrow your notes. <laughs> Even though he was in class, he's like <laughs> Hey, I missed the last half of what just happened. Can I use your notes? And there's like a 65% chance you'll get him back. <laughs> and, but you do it because he's delightful. And so you know, like, okay, fine. You know he was distracted by yes. like a pretty bird outside the window. He saw a butterfly. <laughs> I have, which seems appropriate. He's that quirky international student in class mm-hmm. that you really want to get to know mm-hmm. because he seems so cool and unique. But you can't communicate with him at all. No. Like, you have no... You can wave, and, and you, you can make vague gestures to kind of get the point across, but you just never will be able to, to get into that mind. So you don't even start. Yep. Been there. Yep. Yeah. You're just like, nope, this person's never going to think I'm cool. <laughs> exactly. I, I quit while I'm ahead. You you go into it hoping, I, I really want this person to like me, mm-hmm. but you just... You, there's no way to And to then you just go there. back to your stupid old regular friends who aren't interesting at all. Yep. That's that's me to me. Story of our lives. All right, Jungkook, I feel like we're going to have the same answer here. Do you have? No, we won't. Oh, are you because sure? I said for him, the kid who falls asleep in lectures. Oh. And maybe it's because he has such a thing for hoodies. Mm-hmm. But all I can picture is that kid in a hoodie who you don't even really know there's a body under there. Right. It's just like a hoodie on top of a stack of books <laughs> in a coat. Like, with stuff surrounding it. And you're like, I think that's a person. It appears to be breathing. <laughs> and then the class ends. The professor dismiss you, dismisses you. And he kind of sits up like, where am I? <laughs> like, he probably wasn't even in the class. He just stayed there after the last class and just slept through it. I feel like he's that kid. And it's probably a science class. I have that he's the school jock. Yeah, that's perfect. And that he never has to go to class because he's always on a full ride no matter what. Training or traveling to the next game or meet or whatever. Yes. The athletic event he participates in. The pride of the school, aka the guy I'm like, oh, it's so stupid that he got in here, but Sukhan like. Yes. Mm. He's the guy that shows up. The only day of classes that he shows up to is the last day. Yeah. And he still somehow passes. (laughs) It's like that SNL sketch when John Cena hosted where he was like a college football player and they were all giving their final in this really advanced sort of like scientific course and everybody else has these crazy projects and his is like this is a banana (laughs) it's full circle because he's a bts fan john cena we see you buddy i've come to nunia business seriously let's let's interview interview john cena it would be great he's great all right, so today we're going to do something unique. We promise Boys Over Flowers 2 is coming. We just felt like we're exhausted this week. There's so much happening. It's so been busy. We This podcast will probably come out on Monday, which is the day for us mm-hmm. that BTS, BTS tickets go on sale. And we've been stressed about so it. So we've been really stressed because we've got a lot of people going. Yes. And we were trying to figure out, are we all sitting separately Who's going to buy tickets for who? How are we, we going? make sure we even get in the doors? Yeah, are we going one night? Are we going to try to go both nights? Who's flying in from where? Where are we staying? Yeah. We're exhausted. Which is like, these are great problems to have because it's so fun that we have so many people close to us who actively want to go to this concert. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like, man, I should just go by myself. Yeah. Every man for himself. Every man for himself. This feels like it's going to be a bloodbath and I'm terrified because it's supposed to be fun, but it's just 
stressing us and out. And that's the thing is I don't when people hear us say we have so many friends that want to go, we're not talking like people who've never heard of BTS. Who just want to see what it is. Yes. No. We have friends who are, have been legitimate BTS fans for an extremely long time who really want to go. And it's just, and it, it is, it's stressful because I feel like we're being pitted against other fans. And I'm sucks. almost actively rooting for people to not get tickets. Yeah. So I can get Which tickets. Which is a horrible feeling. And I feel like a horrible person for thinking that. You're not. It's survival of the fittest. I know. It still makes me feel super guilty. But I do want to say, this is a text I received from Jeffrey today. Oh, let's hear it. I bought Cypher 4 last night because that song bangs hard. <laughs> How has it gotten by me for so long? So Jeff is all in, all in, and wants to go to this concert. I love it when songs bang hard. Yes. He's not wrong. He's been reading a lot of fanfic. He's also been reading, <laughs> not oh, much dirtier than the ones I read. Mine are all clean. So back to the point. Sorry. Boys yeah. Over Flowers 2 is coming. Yes. We promise. We just need more energy. We need more energy. We didn't feel like we could do it just, because justice if you tonight. thought the first half was bonkers... <laughs> monkey hasn't even shown up yet and she's a whole thing in herself kyle of monkey and boys over flowers i feel i feel conflicted so here's what we're gonna do today we picked 10 topics that are not long enough to have a full podcast but 10 topics that we really feel we need to talk about and we keep kind of like bringing up and never get a chance to really suss out yeah i just want to say really quickly i used the term suss out during a work meeting recently and everybody's like you just made that up You've heard that, right? Suss out? No, I have never heard that really? before. <laughs> it's like, I think I looked it up in Merriam-Webster. It's British slang, apparently, that's like <laughs> to figure something out. But it's in the, a Radiohead song. Suss out? Which I guess is, yeah. In um, High and Dry, he says, you've got the world all sussed out. Like, you've got the world all figured out. Oh, yeah. And I really love that song. And I think I've listened to it enough that I just picked up the vocabulary and thought it was common. I thought he was saying assessed out. <laughs> oh, maybe he is. No, probably not. I think I'm saying sussed out. We are learning things about each other. I know. Every time we do this. This is what, this is so important to me because I want to know you completely. (laughs) Good good luck. I texted Becca for like a straight hour today getting no response just about, I like psychoanalyzed her. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I knew she'd hate it. It was amazing. It made my day. I hope so. So the first thing that we want to talk about today. Ten and quick these are, topics. These are totally random. Yeah, these are PS. all over the place. It's just stuff we've been meaning to talk about. And if you agree, disagree, have your own thoughts, please let us know. Yeah. Or if you have tips for us, because some of these we could use tips we on. We could really use tips on as K-pop and K-drama fans. So number one, this is where we could really use some help. Yes. Please let us know and if you have any advice. And it's been bothering me for literally months now. We're going to talk about shows that we cannot seem to watch. We cannot find them anywhere. I feel like this rarely happened a year ago. Or two years ago, or five years ago when we started. Yes. Somehow it felt like one of the streaming channels here was able to license basically every big show. Yes. So what the heck is going on? You you spit out your show. Okay, I am desperate to watch Pretty Nuna Who Buys Me Food. It sounds like it is right up my alley, maybe a little more dramatic than I like, but I love a Nuna romance. I love Jung Hae-in. I love the lead woman who's Song Yi-jin. No, Mm -hmm. is that it? I can't. She's great, and I haven't seen her since Personal Taste. So, and, and like, I've seen all these articles on Soompi and other sites talking about their amazing chemistry and how great the show is and how everybody loves it. And it's like, I'm going crazy because I want to watch it so badly and I can't find it anywhere. I can't even really find clips on YouTube. So if anybody knows how Megan or I can stream Pretty Nuna Who Buys Me Food, or like, even help if us you out. Just tell us why it's not 
is it just a licensing thing? Are people just not licensing it? I don't get it. And it's driving me bonkers. Yeah. Along those same lines, ever since Suspicious Partner or Love and Trouble came out. This is Becca's white whale. I cannot... So I I got into this big Ji Chang Wook kick again, where I was like, as one does. I I think I watched Love and Trouble a million seventeen times, times through. Yeah. Then I went back and watched Healer, and I was starting to slowly go through his entire like whatever section of work canon, and I cannot find Empress Key. Guys, this is important because there's like sixty episodes of Ji Chang Wook that I need to catch up on again. From what I've read. That seems like it was a super popular drama. How is that not streaming I, I anywhere? I don't know. Again, this, all this ha- this has to be licensing stuff. I've looked on YouTube, Hulu, Netflix, Viki, Drama Fever. I went to Amazon and was going to purchase it, but it's like $150 because there are 60 episodes and if, I cannot bring myself to buy that if because we, I have BTS tickets to pay for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to have priorities. <laughs> we... If we don't find that show for you in a year, I'm starting to go fund me to buy you the DVDs. <laughs> and then everybody who contributes, yeah. we just start sending it to you when I'm done yes, watching it. as soon it. as she's done, everybody can borrow it. We're going to be like the Sisterhood of the Traveling Empress Key DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> we should set our own Netflix for K-dramas. Yes. That would be amazing. All right. Well, I guess those are the shows that we can't watch, and that's really been bothering Megan and myself. Yeah. All right. Second topic of the night, speaking of shows... Guys, is it just us or is there a huge drought? It's bad. Of K-dramas right now. It's bad. So I can't find anything that I want to watch. My mom is watching two that she loves. Okay. My Ajushi. She loves. Oh, my mister. Yes. yes. She loves that one. Is that with IU and yes. Chef? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she loves Switch. Oh. Neither of those are my kind of drama. Okay. At all. I... I'm trying to watch The King of Dramas. Mm -hmm. My problem is I keep falling asleep and there's a lot that happens in the first few episodes. And I know C. Juan is in the show, who I genuinely want to see because he's very young in the show. I I can, he's not even in it yet. And I'm like on the third episode. (laughs) So I'm really struggling to, to get through it. I think once he shows up, I'll be fine. Yeah. But I have to put it on so late at night and I'm exhausted. I just can't seem to... To get into the show, and quite Becca yet. is not a quitter. I'm not like, a quitter. She will continue trying I'm to watch the show. I'm gonna keep trying she gets to watch it. it. Just might take a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. I um, I there. Yeah, I don't know. I I've just not been interested. There are a few that I think are coming out soon, but like I, other than that, I flipped through the recently added, and I'm just so not interested. I went back and I started Fight My Way because I know people love that one, and I haven't watched it yet. So I'm like two episodes into that one. I really need a good recommendation. So if anybody, basically what happens when there's a drought for me, I just go back to shows that I love. Mm. But I'm starting to get to the point now where I feel like this drought, it's like the global warming of K-dramas. It's just happened for so long that I'm kind of used up all the shows that I yeah. love so much. So now I just don't know wow, what to do. that was a super deep metaphor. <laughs> it's like perfectly done. So if you have any advice, one, on shows that we should be watching, mm-hmm. two, what to do when you're in a drought, thank goodness do you BTS know, is pumping out stuff honestly, on YouTube. All I do is go back and watch YouTube videos. That's all I can But do. even, and what, who am I? Because we're getting constant BTS content, like 
do you remember when we liked American bands and it would be like five years between new albums? <laughs> yes. And we never said anything about it. And now it's like two months and I haven't gotten a song cover from Jungkook. And I'm like, do you even work anymore? <laughs> <laughs> so we have literally like, what, on the 18th? I can't do math. What's 18 minus two? <laughs> it's 16 no, days. No, five. What day is it? <laughs> it's, I don't, it's the 4th. 13 days or something like that mm-hmm. until we get a full new album and I'm like keep it coming <laughs> I can't wait anymore I'm starting to lose my mind but I, last night Beck and I were texting non-stop for a couple hours and I was just watching dance practice videos a loop of dance practice videos so that it's something yeah there's not a plot I can't I need something I need some romance you in need my life bingeable too and I need something Full of drama. Yeah. So recommendations. Will my, be appreciated. my mom loves my mister. I'm going to have to really It's really dramatic. Oh, you're right up my, you're speaking really my language. Dramatic. All right. So upcoming shows are okay. the topic of the yes. night. What you got? What are you looking forward there to? There are two that I'm looking forward okay. to. One is the undateables with Nam Kung Min. Yes. And Chung Kun. Why can I never think of her name? Which girl? Uh, From what? Uh, she was pretty. Jung. Oh, Guna. I, I always anyway. forget her name. And she's, she's a, lovely she's and beautiful a and perfect. Yes. And then the other one, the other one is not until July. Okay, so during this drought, I discovered the Let's Eat series. Oh, yeah. Which, A, super fun. B, the lead character, Gu Young, is potentially the perfect man. I am so in love with this character. Megan is obsessed. He is wonderful. And so I watched the first one. It was good. Watched the second one. It was phenomenal. It ended. And like two episodes from me ending it, I see on the news, (laughs) they're coming out with a third season, which is great news to me because... I love this guy. That's like a unicorn. I it's it, this never happened. K dramas never have a second season. I know this. It's unreal, and I get why they're doing it because it's a very easy like trope to continue with. Because all they do is just keep that character and this idea of constantly eating with these three minute montages of food, which is probably why I like it. <laughs> but I'm super excited. So it's like that's I've got that on the horizon. Which makes me happy because well, I know I'm going to like that. For that's you. I'm super excited. I am happy that you are, have something to look forward to. But don't you have one? Do you have any? I have nothing. I have nothing I'm looking forward the to. The Undateables. The Undateables. You'll like that. You're right. I am looking forward to that because I love that actress. I think she's great. She's wonderful. But um, Nam Kung Min is my mom's fave. Really? She loves him. I think he was in that uh, Director Kim or I can't remember what it was called. Mm-hmm. He was like an office it was an office comedy drama. Yeah. She loved that. He won her over in that, I think. Ugh. I need guys' recommendations, yeah, please. Bring them on. And let us know if there's anything good coming up in the next few months because we need stuff to look forward to. All right. On to important things now. Okay. Let's do a K-pop update. K-pop corner. K-pop corner. All right. What are you listening to? You got anything that you're just really uh, on repeat? Besides BTS. Okay. Let's hang BTS up for one second. Seriously, a year ago, two years ago, I I would have some new song all the time. I'm so obsessed with BTS. That's it. That's I'm, it for you. Yeah, I I'm Crush released a new song, which is really good, and I really like Crush. So that one's good. Uh, nope. That's, that's it. it for you. Yeah. All right. So the one I'm obsessed with. It's a baby making song, man, and it's Ooh. it's old. And you introduced me to it recently. 
I cannot get enough of body. By I knew Minnow. you were going to say that as soon as you said oh it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I cannot get enough. How has this song not, never been on my radar? So it's basically your cipher for for Jeff. Yes. <laughs> I cannot get enough of it. Yeah, it's incredible. It's and then the music video is oh, I can't watch it at work. Let's just say that. Not suitable for work. S F W. Yeah. It's Don't. great. It's amazing. I feel like there was a a song like that that's a few years old that I recently went back and listened to over and over. And now I'm of course I can't think of it. It's probably winter also. That song's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I don't know how it took me so long to find it, but it's, it's great. I can't get enough of it right now. It's pretty, it's pretty much on loop. It's like BTS and then body by Minnow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, every now and then I go through these rotations where I do just go through every winter song ever and want to listen to that one and baby, baby Mm -hmm. and sentimental. I could listen to those three in a loop. We really need winter to come to the United States for a concert. You know, the last song that got me distracted from BTS was Icon's Love Scenario. Oh, it's so good. Icon's new album is great. I don't know if I've listened to the whole thing. Oh, I love almost every song on it. Yeah. That's why you've told me that so many times. I have to sit down and listen to it. So that's my K-pop corner. That's what I'm I'm really happy that that's in your life right now. And hey, speaking of Minnow and Winner... There's something that Megan, this is our, what I don't know, are we on topic five or six? This is something that has been bothering Megan for a while. So I want to give you a minute here to just clear the air on the mullet outbreak in K-pop. Look, okay. (laughs) They are humans with free will. They can do whatever they want with their hair. I just look at this hairstyle and it makes me sad. Like, (laughs) because, okay. Also, I read some fan comment that was like, stop criticizing this, these haircuts. They're doing what they want to do. They're living their lives. They're allowed to do what they want to do. We can't dictate their haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I 100% agree with that. And I have no place to say. I have the darkest roots you've ever seen right now. <laughs> My hair is a mess. I look like a trash can. But I just... It's one of those things where every now and then we circle through these fashion things, and I'm like, I don't know why, though. I don't know why we like that. I feel like in the 80s we did this, so it's very Lost Boys, Vampires Under a Bridge thing. And I didn't like it then. Like, Kiefer Sutherland couldn't pull it off. Jason Patrick couldn't pull it off. (laughs) Why do you kids think you can? (laughs) Is there a specific person in k-pop that's rocking the mullet that really bothers you or it's just the outbreak i don't even think they look bad in them like okay so v has kind of this hairstyle right now and it looks good on him i mean he wears it well i just feel like it's not for me it's not for me Mm -hmm. also mullets have a very specific connotation (laughs) in the u.s and it doesn't make any sense i feel like i'm just biased against mullets because you think like yeah certain kind of person has a mullet yeah and they should have retired in the 80s. Yes. But I don't know. It's just one of those things like, I, I got, did Minnow have one? I think yeah, Minnow had, had one. one. He still looked great. He still looked super cool. Uh, JB had one from God 7 You know how much I love him. And I just wanted to be like, don't. <laughs> Again, he still looks so handsome and he's pulling it off. It's just not for me. I don't like it. And the more I look at them, I feel like Dean had one. They look cool. I get it. It's cool. They look cool. They look like cool, famous musici- musicians. For some reason, I'm just like, oh, what decade is this? I don't know why it stresses me out so much or why I'm so fixated on it. 
And all the fans who online are like, shut up about the mullets. It's their lives. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But guess what? They're also not listening to me. They don't care what I think. So I'm just going to say what I think, which is lose the mullet. Do whatever you want. Long hair? Great. Man bun? All right. If you feel like it, love it. Just not long and short hair. Just like pick one. Yes. Just, I, it looks unfinished. It looks like that time when you were getting a haircut, your hair didn't look like this, but it's like this happened to them. They were halfway through the haircut and somebody was like, your kid has pink eye. Oh yeah, that's right. And you're like, I gotta leave this haircut. That's right. That just happened to me. But they did finish Becca's haircut. It looked phenomenal. Yeah, it was quick It's though. not a mullet. It was literally mid-cut and I get a phone call from the preschool. You have to come get your daughter. She has that's, pink eye. And I was like, I it, guess I'm just leaving like it this. It feels like this stylists were like all right let's just give you a quick trim and then somebody's like dude we've got a world tour right now and they're like well i can't stay and finish this haircut i gotta go and the stylist was like you're in luck this is a hairstyle from the 80s it just so happens you look cool it's just it's the 80s thing it's like i thought we were done with it we're not everything comes back around fashion wise clearly i just it's not for me how do you feel about it it's doesn't I, bother you. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really notice it. I noticed V's, and I thought, well, that's weird. That's kind of a mullet. And then I, I didn't even notice it again. Like I don't know why. I think especially with BTS, I'm so busy looking at Jimin and Yoongi. Yeah, yeah. That I don't really like V's, Irene's. I don't even acknowledge that he exists. But and, and then when you pointed it out about Minnow, I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a mullet. I also think it's just like a fashiony thing in general where. We're having a moment where everything is so high fashion in K-pop, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of exhausted by it. Yeah. Usually I like it, too. I don't know. I just kind of want the snap back and tracksuit back. <laughs> you know You know what the mullet is to me? The mullet is the pimple of hairstyles. <laughs> where, and it's like you're looking at your best friend, yes. and you see they have a giant pimple, like a giant white head on their chin, and, and just you like, just think... That's really unfortunate, but I'm not going to mention it to you. I thought you were going to say, please let me pop that for you. <laughs> for you, what I would say that. What kind of friend are for you? For you, I would yes, say that. Yeah. But to just my other friends, I would just be like, it's it's kinder for me to just not acknowledge that that is there. Well, and don't, I also had this thought that like, sorry, we're talking way too much about the mullet. <laughs> I also this thought of like, they're just like, they're given these haircuts. They don't really have any say in right. how they look. And so to me, it's like, oh, can you imagine? They're like, this is your look now. And you're like, I have to carry this look on my shoulders. And it's a huge literally, look. It's, yes, literally. Yes. It's a huge look to have to deal with. But then V said that, no, it's he just liked it and wanted it. And again, pull anything off. He's V. It looks great. Mm-hmm. But like to be given the haircut <laughs> seems like kind of a crappy thing to do to a person. Right. So cut on the cut cut on the mullet yeah that's cut on I, the that's mullet just, cut these are the thoughts that i have this see this is exactly what we needed we needed an hour to just, just get these things go. off our chest yes. it's therapeutic and now we can walk away knowing we've said our piece becca i'm ready to let go <laughs> bts reference i'll never let go jack I'll never let go. I'll never let go all right so now that we're talking about um the mullet outbreak in k-pop let's do a real quick burn the stage update <sighs> megan so, you watched episode seven yeah i did I feel like I forget everything about it because there's one thing that is sticking with me about these, and it is I'm super concerned about Jimin. Amen. We've talked about this. Yes. And because. No, I, I think he is 
a very healthy person. Yes. It's not like that. It's just, go ahead. Okay, my concern is, I feel like Jimin and I are alike in many ways. So alike. Which is why I am so drawn to him. Yes. They're seriously so alike. But he, in every appearance, every video, every dance practice, he's this happy-go-lucky... He super talented, yes. super caring member of this group. He always brings it. He always Whatever brings he it. Needs, a thousand he's percent. Brings it. He's got the cute eye goo going. He's sexy when he needs to be. But then and when you watch him and burn the stage, I am seeing a completely different side of him. Yeah. And all I'm thinking is, oh my God, I'm so much like Jim. Because he like hates himself. He's so hard on himself. And for those of us who aren't like you guys, I guess, (laughs) and are easy on ourselves in a lot of ways. It's so strange to see someone who is so clearly to me talented and confident and attractive and interesting and smart and great and loved by everyone around him to see someone like that who appears to have everything be so hard on themselves and so down on the things that they do. It's baffling. It's I can't comprehend it Mm -hmm. to the point of worry where it's like, what do we do to make Jimin realize that he is perfect the way he is? Yes. Slash, I say Jimin, we mean Becca. <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned this, but so my cousin got me like obsessed with the Myers-Briggs personality test. I don't know if I believe it at all. I just think it's fascinating. And so I happened to see the BTS personality types and Becca and I both took the quiz and Becca and Jimin are the same personality type and V and I are the same personality type. And it makes sense. Which makes perfect sense in a lot of ways. Yeah. If you ever really need to picture Megan or myself, Megan is very seriously V. Yeah. And I am very seriously Jimin. <laughs> it's, it's like Becca is the person who, when things are bad, you go to her immediately and she just comforts you and makes you feel like everything's <laughs> going to be okay. But then also is just like, nothing's going to on the inside but she'd never say it out loud she she like knows the truth but she's gonna make you feel like that's not the truth and Megan is the type (laughs) who is like I can rock this mullet yeah wears the coolest clothes I've ever seen I do what I want I don't care always looks carefree and childlike Mm -hmm. wants to save all the animals yeah she and V are one in the same there was this moment I can't remember what it was but somebody was like telling him to selling somebody to kill a bug on a table and he was like no life is precious and he pushed off and is like that's mine that's, that's me that's megan me and v you right are here. the same person yeah but then so, also yeah. are weirdos who people are like what's going on in there you're my weirdo megan you're my weirdo thank you oh we're having a moment just like v men so going back to poor jimin <laughs> We're just, it's just one of those things where it's when you become so invested in a group and you really truly care about them as people, not to sound like a crazy person, but you know, I feel like if you're a fan, you've experienced this where it does become a thing where you care about their well-being. It's hard to see him so hard on himself. Yeah. It's really hard because it's just, it feels to me so undeserved mm-hmm. obviously i don't know what goes and on nobody else in the burn the stage is ever saying like jimin you messed up there he literally points it out before yeah. anybody else and in it's one of those things where like if your child messes up but then they're so hard on themselves that you can't punish them because you feel guilty that they're being so hard on themselves for yes. something they don't deserve. Yes. That is Jimin. It, that's perfect. That's yes. the perfect way to say it. He just holds himself to such a high standard that 
And then sort of kind of doesn't hold anyone else to those standards. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the beauty of him. Yeah. Where he's always the first person to be like, you were great. You were incredible. You did such a great job. I'm so proud of you. But he could do 10 times better and then be like, I'm trash. Yeah. I can't do anything. I messed that up. I, I don't even belong The fans here. deserved better. Yeah. That always kills me. Oh my God. So speaking of burn the stage, I watched episode seven last night, even though I'm way behind on the times here. And my husband was sitting on the couch and he was kind of watching it too. And he really got invested in it. So then I made him watch episode two and three where Jungkook got sick in Chile. <sighs> and um, then I went to bed. And my husband was listening to a, like a wrestling podcast on the couch, but I had left the TV on. He woke me up today and was like, I watched like three more episodes. Oh, I don't he think he told me that. He was so invested. He was, mm-hmm. and he, he did, because he was telling me specifics from Burn the Stage. So once again, it's, it, it goes beyond K-pop. It's not just fans that would find the show interesting. Because it's a documentary. Mm-hmm. Again, we've talked about some of our little issues with it as a documentary, mm-hmm. but overall it is giving you a very, very unusual look at what being a, an idol is. Yeah. I love it. And I even think that it's like beyond being an idol because BTS is kind of different than other idols. Mm-hmm. They're, they're at their best level, so it's, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we have four more topics real quick. Are you ready to dive in? Yes. All right, let's talk about the disconnect here. When you're a K-pop fan. I can't remember what. You were speaking more. We were kind of joking about JYP and this crazy news article that accused him of being in a cult. So I like woke up and I always check Instagram while I'm making my coffee. And I see this post from JYP of JYP Entertainment that's very long with like a screenshot of something. I don't really even know. And I tried to translate it on the app, and of course, it kind I could kind of pick up what was going on, but I had to go and find more information. I was just telling Becca, it's interesting to me, or difficult for me, where we're so far into this world now, and we live in a world where you're, you should be able to get all the information you want all the time, but because we don't speak the language, we can only get so much information on certain news stories, mm-hmm. and that's like this. He apparently was being accused of being part of some religious cult, which he disputed, with with proof it looks like and and the cult was even like he's not in this cult what are you talking about <laughs> which but, is very cult like <laughs> yeah seriously which was just it was one of those things where it's like this is interesting this is about a person that i feel like is imp- it's i want to know what's going on with him because i like a lot of groups under his label and for you it's newsworthy and you work in news like yeah, that's, that's part of your passion I'm a con- yeah i like to know what's going on in the world mm-hmm. and so it's just it's like one of those things where if i were a smart person i would just freaking learn Korean already because it was kind of like it I felt frustrated that I could only get so much information because there's only so much printed in English about what's going on Mm -hmm. does that make sense and then we always go back to the same thing we say all the time which is to all of you out there who translate on a regular basis (sighs) yes thank you you are doing God's work because truly this has become a primary interest for us we are we are interested in this entire industry and we know it, I kind of feel like I know it better than a lot of American stuff now. I just, mm-hmm. it's my primary interest. Well, let's be honest. America's a mess right now. <laughs> Girl, it's better to not focus on it. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a little happier than oh focusing on our messes here. Yeah. So um, along those lines then, let's bridge the gap yes. between Korean culture and American culture. I told you I have a coworker who has been to South Korea many times. Her father-in-law lives there. I was asking her some very basic questions about the culture because, again, we're so invested. 
You feel like you know these people. Yeah. You want to... We're trying to genuinely support groups that we d- we're not even close to them. Yeah. You know, they're halfway across the world. But they've done things that made us happy and yes. make us happy. And we were... So I was asking her some very basic questions about the culture. And we were talking about my fascination with how you meet your spouse in mm-hmm. Korea. Mm-hmm. And from what I've gathered and from what she's told me, you don't, it's not like America where you go out or there's like a dating website. You know, you don't go to a bar and meet somebody and just say, hey, let's go on a date. It's very, usually, it's very traditional and like set up. You so have to- marriage meetings, Yeah, right? you have to know somebody. You both have to have somebody in common, whether it's your parents or a friend. I mean, you don't just run into somebody and say, let's date. And she was saying, for the most part, that's true. And I just found that so fascinating. Because really? that's another th- disconnect where I, a lot of what we know about Korean culture is from TV. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know if this is real. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like if you watch a college a show about college in America, you're like, oh, everybody parties all the time is in a frat or a sorority. Yeah. I can tell you now that's not true. That's not accurate. <laughs> like I said, I didn't have any fun at all. I worked at my job and then I went home and slept. So that's it's interesting to have an inside perspective because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, to me, it's like, I take everything with a grain of salt because it's entertainment. Right. So I was just really fascinated by that. But then, so, so then to flip it, she told me, she's like, you know what? I don't understand about Americans. And she went off for like 20 minutes about how we wear shoes in our houses. Oh my God. I think about this all the time because why do we wear shoes I don't in our know. Houses? And when she started to describe it to me, I'm a pretty clean person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, my house isn't perfect, but I'm pretty tidy. And I try to keep, like, I wash doorknobs. I know where the germs fester in my mm-hmm. house, and I try to keep them clean. This is what disturbs me now, is she said, you walk in your shoes around all over, all over the place. Yep. There are, there's so many germs. Poop particles. Yeah. And, like, just disgusting. There's E. coli on, like, the bottom of, like, every shoe Ooh. in America. Think about your purse. Yeah. Because you set it down everywhere. On the ground. And then you put it on your counter. You put it on your couch. Put it on your bed. And she, so she said, she's like, I don't understand why you would wear your shoes in your house then and track those germs all over your carpet that your children sit on and play on. And, like, I have a baby girl who's constantly falling, so her face is falling into the carpet. And yeah. I'm like... This is fascinating. Why do we wear our shoes? So it's funny that you say that because we, Becca knows, my family is not so tidy. (laughs) We're constantly in disarray. It's a comfortable disarray that we've gotten very used to. So I feel like I wear shoes as a necessity because like we have a dog and he likes to splash water out of his bowl. So if you don't wear shoes, you're going to step in water at least once. And it's just like one of those things where, yeah, you don't know what's on the floor, so you're probably safer wearing shoes. But that argument is negated because usually, at least in dramas, the Korean dramas, people put on slippers. Right. So you don't have to worry about that. Your feet are still protected from the floor. It's not like you're walking around in your socks. I hate nothing more than wet socks. Oh, oh, wet socks disease? My husband and I talk about that all the time. It is the most unpleasant thing. Especially in the winter, if you bring snow boots, boots into the house yes and then, and then the snow melts yes. and you step in your socks on the floor yes. oh it's the worst horrible horrible, it's the horrible. Worst. so you're right I'm with her mm-hmm. I, I I feel like if we could just transition to the slipper thing we'd all be a lot happier so maybe my, healthier my family and I are going to be working on that I like that all right so two more quick topics okay all right this this section is just called meanwhile in America oh yeah I was curious what this one what you all thinking. right you're going to know it, and it's going to sound ridiculous. I am now addicted to the song Weak 
by A. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. There's a song called Weak by AJR. They're an American group. I highly recommend you go to YouTube and watch the music video. It's because here's where I'm going with this. Amazing. I heard the song. I was listening to my K-pop list on Spotify. And for some reason, my baby making <laughs> song, Minnow Body, went, Spotify kicked me from that song to this song. Because they know. Because they know. And so I was like, okay, I'll listen to it. Like, I'm always trying to discover new music anyway. Granted, usually it's Korean music. Yeah. But I was willing to give this American song a chance. I was hooked. I was hooked on the song, looked it up on YouTube. The music video, very seriously, is a representation of me and K, <laughs> me and K-pop. When like she 100%. Said I watched it and I was cracking up during my lunch break at work because it's so perfect. It's perfect. So it's basically the song about temptations yeah. and how you're weak and you know these temptations are so bad for you and you should just not and you should just not it. give into these temptations yeah. but then by the end of the song they're basically saying no i'm proud i know i'm going to give into these yes. temptations yes. and the music video beautifully illustrates how i feel <laughs> about so many k-pop groups so the example i gave megan is just go watch it and you'll understand. I was like, the light at the end of this train <laughs> is Jimin for me. Yeah. And it's just this thing that draws me to it. And I know I shouldn't. Moth I know. I know I shouldn't watch that next YouTube video, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of the music video, watch the whole thing. The train is Yungi to me. Where <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere when you think you finally reached the light and, and just like, go watch just it. Just kidding. And you'll start laughing because you will absolutely you, understand what I'm talking about. It is the most perfect vis- visualization of being in this fandom. It's And the lyrics are, I'm weak, but what's wrong with that? Yeah, but what's, wrong, what's with wrong, that? wrong with that? Like, yeah. At least I can admit it. At least I understand that this is my temptation. Yeah. Sort of similarly, uh, I was telling Becca, so again, one of the only th- songs that's pulled me out of K-pop in general recently was this new Shawn Mendes song called Lost in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I straight up listened to that song on repeat for like six hours while I was cleaning my room because I'm a child. <laughs> uh, right after it first came out. So again, highly recommend it. Really like it. I, I like Shawn Mendes. I feel like I haven't listened to a ton of his stuff. Like mm-hmm. the stuff on the radio I really like. But he, they just announced he and BTS are collaborating, which is super exciting for me because, again, bridging the gap. Yep. Or whatever. What do we call it? Bridging the gap. Bridging the yeah. gap. Bridging the gap. Uh, something that I'm really enjoying here in America right now is kind of connecting to what I love in Korea. So I'm excited. Yep. All right. Our last topic. And this is a big one. I don't even know if I can talk about it. <laughs> Seriously. I feel like my stomach just dropped out of my butt. I know. This is, okay, when was the last time you felt like this? Honestly. For me, okay, for me, okay, the topic we're going to talk about is buying BTS tickets. Yes. Because like we said, this podcast will probably post on Monday, and that is the day for us when, the, we Chica- can buy. when the Chicago tickets go on sale. Some of you lucky people are, you get the option tomorrow. Tomorrow is Saturday. Yeah. Saturday morning, half of the American shows go on sale. I don't know why they divided it up. I'm kind of thankful they did because I feel like I can get a feel you, for how you know, fast the tickets are going to go. Do you think it like crashed the server? Like if they thought this Very will possibly. crash the server. Also, in the most recent Burn the Stage, they said 14 seconds. 14 for Japanese seconds. concerts. Oh, good. Because there was 40,000 people going to that concert. Yep. And there's only 20 going to the United Center. So Fewer venues Yay. though for a whole country. Yeah. Right? So, okay. So... We're going to talk real quick about buying tickets. We've ta- We've already said we've been strategizing. 
Yeah. We have overthought this to the point of obsession. Yeah. To the point of, it's like probably stressed us out I more. very seriously have a game, like a map, a written down map. It looks like a football play. <laughs> I can't wait to see it because <laughs> it's like, this person's going to buy this ticket for this night. This person's going to try to get ticket for this night. Mm-hmm. These people are probably going to sit together. If somebody gets really good tickets, we'll draw straws or meet we'll halfway through the concert out, or, or switch, switch tickets. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're all about sharing. So, And that's the beauty too, is we can't go wrong. If we can get into this building for one of these concerts we will be happy people yeah we'll be extremely happy plus we really hope we can meet everybody a few people who listen to our podcast have said that you're hoping to get tickets and maybe depending on what we're gonna do or where we're staying maybe we could pick a meeting place before the show to be like we're planning on going here if you also have tickets we'd love to meet you we'll probably be hanging out here come up and come introduce yourself that would be great so we'll meet by um, the Michael Jordan statue at the United Center. That's Megan's first crush ever. Yeah, forever and ever. Number one in my heart. Number 23 in my heart. <laughs> number number 23 on the court. Number one in my heart. Exactly. I didn't even like basketball. I was just obsessed with Michael Jordan. Like everyone else in the 90s. It's a safe obsession. Yeah. So Megan and I thought we would do this segment, and I hope we don't botch this completely, where... We, because today is the day that we're buying tickets. It's in the future, but this is mm-hmm. posting on the day that we're we'll be talking buying as though it's happened. So we are gonna t- we are gonna write a short letter to ourselves as if we did not get tickets, mm-hmm. so we can kind of console ourselves. Then we're gonna write a letter to ourselves as if we did get tickets mm-hmm. to kind of calm us down because we'll be excited. Yeah. So do you want to I- do the not tickets first? Yeah. Do you just want me to do it for you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is this is me getting a phone call from you and you're upset because we did not get tickets to BTS. This, she's she's jimining for me right I'm now. I'm jimining for you right now. Where externally I'm gonna give you the biggest embrace in the world. Yes. And internally I feel like you're dying. It's just inside. hell on earth, yeah, but yeah, I will yeah, shoulder yeah. that myself. You will shoulder the yes. burden because of my tiny little fragile bird heart. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we didn't get tickets. Megan. Oh God, even <laughs> hearing you say it is horrible. Oh, I feel like you just punched me in the chest. <laughs> God. Megan. Yeah? I, st- <laughs> I still think you're a magical angel person. We will get through this together. This is the worst day of my life. I don't know if you remember. This is me trying to console you. Right, right, right. When we got Big Bang tickets and it was not close enough for me, I moved heaven and earth. She's not wrong. To find you front row seats. You did. I'm telling you now, I will move heaven and earth again to get you into that concert. (laughs) And meanwhile, she's killing herself on the inside. You're killing me right now because now I'm not sad about not getting into the concert. I'm sad about everything you're going through. (laughs) You don't have to go through this alone, Becca. (laughs) This is great because (laughs) if we really don't get tickets, this will make me laugh and cry at the same time. (laughs) So, you know what? Because we didn't get tickets in this hypothetical situation that is very realistically possible, <laughs> we'll still do something fun that night so that I we think, aren't sitting all at home alone. I think we should still go to Chicago. I do too. And if, if our friends who are flying in still want to come, they can still they come. They can still come. We'll go have an amazing dinner. If any of you listeners out there get tickets and we don't, there are no hard feelings. Nope. Because it's just... It's just the, the way it goes. The draw. And it's you know what? It goes. It heals my heart and warms me inside. 
to know that somebody's going to be there experiencing it. I, for a second, legitimately just got lost in Becca's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like very blue and she was so passionate just now. I was just like, oh, where am I? I'm not even trying to like suck up to people. I'm being so genuine. She like, is. She's not kidding. Just knowing, just knowing that right now somebody somewhere is talking to BTS mm-hmm. and getting to enjoy that experience warms my heart yes. sometimes when i have a bad day i think about stuff oh, like that that's the beauty of bts and a lot of groups again this is maybe the beauty of k-pop but i had the thought the other day and i texted becca just knowing j-hope exists makes me a happier person yes i am a happier better person because i can think like that's a real person in the world living you know what i even thought about the other day Mm-mm. this is not even bts related i was thinking about how Yang just got married And I thought, how beautiful is it that he worked so hard when he was younger, had an amazingly successful career, Mm -hmm. is now- so much happiness to people. To so many people, got to experience everything, made a great living doing it, Mm -hmm. met the love of his life, got to get married, is in doing his military service. Like, just the thought that he dealt with all that pressure, not in an American way of doing- drugs or alcohol or using women you know what I mean like he dealt with it in such a healthy way that he's having a productive life outside of that career makes me so happy he is at least from appearances living his best life and that's wonderful and it's great it's great to know that 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 is an experience that somebody on this earth is having man I feel like you just went to fan nirvana Like you were able to reach the level of fandom where you're genuinely just happy for them. I'm like just you don't expect anything legitimately from happy this for relationship. Them. You just are like, I am glad this person is okay. Yeah. That's beautiful. It warms my heart. We should all be so lucky. All right. So that's my sincere letter to you. If I don't know if I can do the other one. Either. If we don't get tickets. That's beautiful. All right. So let's reverse it. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend now. Not pretend. I'm it's like the secret. It's going to be... It's going to happen. It's going to be really hard not to curse. (laughs) So, Megan. Can I I curse? And I call you and I say, Megan, we got tickets to BTS. And I'm going to be like, beep. This is all because of you, you beautiful beep. (laughs) I beeping love you. You amazing beeping beep beep. We're going to have the best time of our lives. This is going to be better than any other beeping experience we've ever beeped. (laughs) I can't wait to go through this with you because you are my person and I love you so much. Beep, Becca. Beep. Also, your beep looks great in those pants. Yeah. Beep. Beep. Yes. (laughs) That is the best happy letter ever. And then, so then, because I'm an ENFJ, I have to talk myself down a little bit from this happiness. So I will say to myself, if we get tickets, Becca. No, before you do that, (laughs) let me say, no, Becca, you couldn't have done more. You couldn't have done a better job. This is perfect. This is the best experience it could ever be. It's because of you, because you are a wonderful person with a beautiful heart. You did everything right. You did nothing wrong. Stop telling yourself you did something wrong. Megan's my little cheerleader tonight. You, forever. I take this position seriously. So I will say, Becca, you beep. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say, there are so many beeping fans that are disappointed today. Because they did not get a ticket. Yeah. And then I will feel guilty that I got a ticket. So I'm talking myself down a little. 
where I can be like, it's okay to ex- to be happy that you got a ticket, but don't rub it in other people's faces. Yes. Let's all be respectful. Especially because we had this conversation where part of what's interesting about coming into this life at our age is we're in a position we weren't when like we were teenagers. Yes. To experience some of this stuff. Yes. When I was a teenager, I had no money. Right. I had no transportation. Right. I had no free time. It and if you needed like, to get to a concert, a parent would have yeah. to go with you. And the farthest one away. I mean, like Chicago is doable, but pretty hard. Yeah. So so we are in a really unique position to be like, we have jobs and we can make some money and we have savings accounts and we are responsible adults and we can do this on our own. So it does kind of hurt my heart when I think of all the younger fans who like it's, I don't know, it's, I think I'm, being a fan when you're a teenager is the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Like the stuff because that you love when you you're a teenager. don't know how sad no. life is no, yet. Exactly. <laughs> the stuff you love when you're a teenager makes, is a huge part of you. Yes. And so honestly, if there are any teenage, teenagers listening, thank you for putting up with us. Yes. Of all. But also like enjoy this. And I hope you know how lucky you are that your thing is BTS. Yeah. Or K-pop in general. I feel like. Oh, again. That makes you so unique. I'm going to get on my soapbox. If you're yes. in high school and your friends are making fun of you because K-pop is such a huge part of your life, or as in some people's cases here, they are too embarrassed mm-hmm. to bring up the fact that they like K-pop, don't be mad at yourself. It's okay to be embarrassed if that's the way that you genuinely yeah. feel. But I'm telling you, you are a unique individual for not following the flow of regular high school, mm-hmm. for finding something that makes you genuinely happy this is your life. Live it. Enjoy it. I'm so sorry if you don't have access to BTS tickets like we do, but you are so lucky yes. that you're experiencing something that makes you different at this young of an age. Yeah. Go with it. And you're part of a community. And I would have given anything for that when I was a teenager trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted and trying to reach out to a broader perspective. I feel like it's just a different time. And like we've said it before, we're so lucky to be alive with access to so many other cultural assets. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that when we were 15 and 16. No. And this is coming from two girls who grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Iowa in a town of 500 people. Yeah. We were all the same. We were the same color. We had the same hair color. We had the same eye color. There was nothing unique about any of us. I would have given anything to have more access to the outside world. Can you- I'm not saying I hate my childhood. No, I had no, a no. wonderful childhood. But as I grew up and went to college and now as like as the internet grew and I was able to experience other cultures, I thought, man, I would have given anything. That's why I love exposing my children to this because yes. they love it just as much as I do. Yeah. It's great. And it's it's so wonderful to show them music transcends everything. Music, art, all of it. You, you don't have to speak the same language to feel the emotion that they're trying to make you feel. And that is such a beautiful thing. And I think it's so incredible especially with your kids who are little that they're learning that now Mm -hmm. like that's the best thing you can do for a kid is just let them know there's so much out there yeah and it's okay to experience it and it's okay to like what you like yeah and be you because that's the beauty (laughs) about being an adult for all the stuff we're like don't grow up it's terrible your face is gonna be like a mess You do at least. At least I feel like I've reached a point where I'm like, I don't care if you. Think I don't care I'm weird. anymore. I don't care if you don't like. Yeah, what I don't like. I am much happier than I was ten years ago because I know who I am now. Totally no. <laughs> <laughs> Better, yeah, yeah. And I know what I like, and I'm proud of it, and I own it. Mm-hmm. So, amen, amen. We're gonna high five, double high fives. We did it. We didn't yeah. even miss a single hand there. You're my BB. <sighs> You're my B. I love M. you. <laughs> <laughs> 
So hopefully we'll be able to report at our next podcast if we got tickets or not. But genuinely, everybody, if you're trying to get tickets, Good luck. I'm wishing you the best of yeah. luck. I'm almost, I feel like they go on sale for the first set of American dates tomorrow and I don't even want to go on social media because I know there are going to be sad people and I don't want to know people are sad. I know. It really does make me sad. So. And if we don't get tickets, we will see you here again. We will be gracious losers. Yeah. We may have to do like a three minute, we're going to feel sorry for ourselves. Yeah. But then once I let it out, I'm fine. So. It'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Life well, good luck, on. everybody. Yeah. And if you get to go to the concert, man. Maybe you can call into our podcast let us and we know could, what it was like. yeah, if we don't get tickets, let us oh know. All right. <laughs> we have one last segment we today. Do. This was a request from me. <laughs> this is a request. And I'm really excited about it. The vacation thing? Yeah. So, we're doing, so first of all, I should say, Beck and I are both going on vacation this month. Oh my gosh, we are. Which is super fun. I totally forgot that we're both yeah. going. Which, I'm actually going in one week from today. She is. We're going on a girl's trip. This is going to make me sound like hoity-toity rich. We are are not, you kidding me? We are not a rich like, family. Oh, I just went to Germany. <laughs> oh, Megan just got back from Los Angeles. I, I have so much debt, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just one of those people who's like, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> well, the girls and my, my in-laws, mm-hmm. the women of the family, are going to Disney World Except for, for me, Mother's but Day. but that's fine. Yes. Are going to Disney World for Mother's Day. And they originally asked if they could bring my four-year-old with them. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, sure, why not? And then one day I just woke up and I was like, why am I not going? Yeah. I have time off, clearly. Do it. I have savings. And my daughter, my other daughter, who's one, gets into Disney for free and flies for free. This is silly that I'm not going. When will it ever be this cheap to take a kid somewhere again? And the other unique thing about our family is it's going to be the great-grandmother, the grandmothers, the daughters, and the granddaughter. Like, and it's yeah. a four-generation trip going to Disney. It's going to be incredible. This is such... This is like a once-in-a-lifetime. So we're all going to go for Mother's Day. Just I can't the wait women. to see the It's going to be great. I can't wait. So we're going. Also, I got t-shirts for the girls. <gasps> My t-shirt says... Are you guys ready for this? K-Drama Mama. <laughs> Allison, my four-year-old shirt, says Uni. Oh my god, I love it. And then my baby, Brooke, her shirt says Macne. Oh my god, I was <laughs> going to get her a Macne onesie for Christmas, but then I was like, the only way I know to do this is to ask Becca to make it. <laughs> um, so can we tell a quick story about yes. your four-year-old? Okay, so her four-year-old was calling her dolls Honeys. 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 And I was like, what is that? That's she really cute. She always calls them Honeys. She was, she was saying Uni. Like, right? Isn't that what you told me? Oh, yes. Me? Yeah. Yes. She was, she like picked it up from K-dramas and I think that's the cutest thing ever. She actually went to like kindergarten roundup last week and they, it's a, it's a Catholic school, but um, the story is they were playing with like the nativity. They were just like, go play in the classroom. Well, she started playing with the nativity scene and she called baby Jesus and all the animals her honeys. <laughs> Oh, that's adorable. And the teacher was like, I don't know who these honeys are, but your daughter really likes her honeys. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's you. You'll understand. She's like a 2000s rapper. Me and all my honeys. Isn't that like a thing that was <laughs> like so. a Nelly thing or something? That just seems and like something Megan, from my youth. where are you going on vacation? So Jeff and I made kind of a split second decision to go to Boston at the end of the month. It's going to be great. a quick trip because I've probably mentioned before it is the love affair of my life is with the city of Boston. And I want to take Jeff and I want to show him where I lived and all the stuff that I loved about the city. So we're going to have fun. It's going to be a quick trip, but we, uh, we needed, we needed to get out of town. Yeah. So I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited for you. Safe travels. I wish you were coming. Oh, I wish I, I wish you were coming to Disney with us. I wish I that would have been fun too. So Megan suggested, which is a great idea. We're going to end the show today doing, which I'm really excited about. 
if BTS were vacations. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was thinking about this in the shower this morning. <laughs> Do not know why I thought of it. But I was like, oh, it seems like something Becca should weigh in on. I would love to give you my opinion on this. I'm so. excited. All right. You go first this time. All right. So top to bottom, as always. Jin. Jin. I have Jin would be a trip to Bora Bora. Okay. Stop the presses. <laughs> this is the first time Becca's ever been nice to Jin. I've been very nice to Jin this time. And my reasoning is this. Bora Bora Go, if you are not familiar with Bora Bora. I'm not. Oh my gosh. Go look up photos. It is the most beautiful place I have ever seen in my entire life. And my husband and I had looked at going there on our honeymoon. It's ridiculously expensive because oh, all of the, you get your own private, like, hut, like, I don't even know what to call it. Like, Hutch housing, yeah, and it's like over the water. Oh, good. Lord. So you have like your own dock leading out to your private house over the water, and part of the house has a glass floor, so you can constantly see the ocean beneath you and like the fish swimming. Oh, that sounds horrifying. And then they like canoe breakfast out to your hutch Stop every day. It. it is amazing, and all I could think of, it's like gin, where it's something that seems so excessive. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this sounds more like Becca and Jin. <laughs> and so beautiful that it's something I just think that's not even attainable by Like, me. I won't even try. Like, I can't even, I'm not just going to acknowledge it's not even there. Whereas I'm like, I will make that mine. <laughs> oh, you think you're better than me, Bora Bora? <laughs> we'll see about that. So, also along those lines, when we had looked at going in there for our honeymoon, the website boasted that they have these soaking tubs for people with broad shoulders. <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. That was the actual wording. Stop so it. to me, gin is a is a beautiful broad shouldered month long trip to the broad shouldered soaking Perfect. tub of Bora Bora. I'll take two. <laughs> Sign me up. One way ticket, please. <laughs> Uh, so not along those lines. <laughs> I said he'd be like a road trip with lots of bickering. So <laughs> like your family piles in one vehicle with way too much luggage and decides they're going to drive to the Grand Canyon from the middle of this, the country. And it's fun because you're making memories and you're experiencing something, but you're also like, I hate my family. <laughs> these people why do I live with them <laughs> you love them but also like good lord just so much unnecessary fighting I love that visual but then you get there and it's gorgeous and fun and you're like of course this is worth the trip these people are my life but then you gotta but go back like gin, where you're like god just let it go man that's how I feel I love that. I'm I'm almost ready to put money on us having the same thing for sugar. I you said that, and I'm wondering if we do. So I so for sugar, I had that he would be a staycation. Literally wrote the word staycation. <laughs> we are the same person. Where all he wants to do is stay home, but tell everybody that you know that you're not home. You're on vacation. Yeah, yeah. So nobody like, bothers you. I am not you. reachable by phone. I will be in the mountains. <laughs> You cannot contact me, but you just never left. You just never left. You, you never left. Don't ever put on pants. Nope. You're constantly in bed. You're eating so much like canned food and takeout <laughs> and ramen and ramen. You don't know what time it is anymore because you stop setting alarms. <laughs> I cannot. 
cannot believe that we had the same thing. I think that's perfect. I think that's wonderful. All right, J-Hope. All right. What did you say? I wrote, much like where I'm going. <laughs> I had, J-Hope would be a trip to Disney World mm-hmm. or an amusement park. Mm-hmm. And he'd be that person that's so flippin' happy to be there. But it's like, he's the adult that goes to Disney World without kids. And you're like, why are you here, you weirdo? Oh my like, God, yes. you enjoy this so this much. This is like a lifestyle for you, here? isn't it? <laughs> So for me, that would be... And he's got to buy the hats. Have you seen him on a roller coaster, though? <laughs> yes, I have. He, I didn't say he'd ride the ride. Right, his personality he just has does, to go. His personality does suit that perfectly. Yes. So <clears throat> I said he'd be like going to Carnival or Mardi Gras, where it's oh. just like you're in a city that's a giant party. And you're kind of like, there's a lot happening. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I feel like we're talking about these vacations the members as vacations to us specifically yes. where you're just like, I'm not sure that this is my thing, but I'm enjoying it and I support it and I'm glad I did it once. Right. <laughs> That's what so I So for say. you, it'd be like the running of the bulls. Yeah, I would never go to that because they kill the bull at the end. <gasps> they kill the bull? They ki- well, after the bulls run, then they go fight the bulls and then they kill the bull. What? They made us watch it in Spanish class in high school, and I honestly now think you I just cried. ruined that. For never me. do it unless the bulls win sometime, but they like never win <laughs> because humans are terrible. Well, yeah, where it's something that you're like, this is an experience. Yes, and exactly. I'm glad also, it happened. Yes, but it's a little much for me. And it needs to be like for J Hope. It needs to be a giant event. Yes. 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 Also, if you live in Spain, I understand that the running of the bulls is a cultural tradition, and I'm not knocking it. It's just not for me. It makes me sad. Megan is an animal lover. Yeah. And yeah. I get it. I know. I'm a weirdo. No. Sorry. Not at all. Sorry. I didn't mean you're to fr- that. You're friends with the farmer's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind I'm, of ironic. You, you, you had to experience things I would not have been able to take. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's I'm also, okay. I'm also that's, weak. That's what makes us stronger. <laughs> I have a weak constitution. <laughs> and so. what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. All right. RM. I had RM would be... Oh, I don't know if I could do this. This sounds amazing. I had that he would be a back tri- backpacking trip through Europe. Ooh. Where it's just you and him. You each have a backpack. Yes, please. <laughs> you stay at all the cheap places. You make the most of the culture. And you get like really into wherever you are. Yes. It's like the local spot. And you and by the time you leave a town, you know everybody there yeah. and, and their life story. Because RM would probably town. be able to learn to speak the language in like 12 hours. And that's hours. exactly what I was going to say. He would know every language of every country you go yeah. to. So he, that's, that, to me, that would be an RM vacation. He, I bet he'd be pretty fun to travel with if he could keep track of his passport. Yes. Which seems to be we a problem for him. We know it's not a him. great track record there. <laughs> um, so I said he would be like going to a big city and going to all the museums. Which is like my that. favorite vacation. I we do love that every time museums. we travel together. Yes. We always set up a museum. I drag you to museums. I love it though. But I, I feel like that's him is like city lights, beautiful museums, restaurants late at night. Talking about everything you God, saw. That sounds so romantic. Yeah, I really like RM. I, and see, I'm not a like I'm not. I hate to say I'm not an RM girl. Mm-hmm. I just I'm distracted by other right. members of the group. But that sounds wonderful. It's because we do love all seven of them very much. So, all right, Jimin. What'd you say? Because he's an ENFJ like myself. I said Jimin is a vacation 
wherever you want to go. He's going to go wherever you want to go. Yeah. And he's just that vacation where you're like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Like somebody else plans it out perfectly for you. So for every individual, it's a different vacation. That it's does... your perfect vacation that somebody knows you so well that they plan every single detail out perfectly for you. I feel like my mind is being blown right now thinking about that concept. I'm lost in that idea. And he would act like he would enjoy it no matter where that is for you. Was he not, though? Does this mean you hate all our trips together? No, not at all. I just think maybe he genuinely just doesn't think of himself at all. So he just does whatever. So what makes his dream vacation is whatever he thinks is going to make you the happiest. And he also seems like the kind of person who, even though we've said, you know, he does seem like he's hard on himself and deals with a lot of stress, he does seem like he just has fun and he just yes. knows how to have fun and enjoy it. And much like myself, I feel like at the end of every night, he'd be like, let's just down this bottle of wine let's as just quick do as it. possible. Let's just have fun, man. Let's yeah, I feel like that's exactly it. It's a very much a like carpe diem yes we're here we're going to make the most of it that's yes. lovely thank you man that makes mine look bad oh let's hear it you I, idealize Jimin it's gotta I, be good I said a Disney cruise just cause it's so adorable <laughs> everywhere you go it's just cute it's just so cute I've never been on a Disney cruise it seems adorable it's like not Disney World which is big and loud and overwhelming it's on the ocean, which is kind of romantic. It's majestic. It's got a There's whole... animals around. I just feel like you're... Yeah, he's a little Disney cruise, that one. I could see that. Mm-hmm. That would be great. That seems like the next video that he and Jungkook will make together is them Those on a Disney cruise. Those videos are killing me. They're lovely. We're going re- to make our own. We talked about making our own when we go on this trip Do to you know, BTS. I... We have to. Mm-hmm. I spent... A lot of money getting a master's in film, and I can't cut three seconds of video the way JK, who apparently just learned from watching YouTube. That's how you learn everything. Incredible videos. That's how you learn everything. It would make me mad. You know what we need to do when we're done? What? We need to YouTube how to quickly get BTS tickets, because I'm sure there's <laughs> tips out there. I can't watch it though, but it's too stressful. Uh, all right, V. Uh, I have. <laughs> I have that V would be a trip to like. Legoland? <laughs> oh my god, ours are so different. <laughs> You're like, what? Like, we could go anywhere, but you want to go to Legoland? And he would be so pumped mm-hmm. to go and play with all the kids. And you're like, but a vacation to me is like not being around kids. kids. <laughs> but to him, it makes him so happy that you're like, all right, I guess Legoland You kind of just go for it yeah. once you get there. So, um... Becca and I actually have been to Legoland together. together with my with our in-laws. And if there's one thing that we learned about Legoland, it's that you can't get in without a kid. Yeah. You have to have a kid to get in. Yeah. We had the kids there, so we got in, but I was kind of offended by that. Because <laughs> I feel like there are adults who love Legos. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks. Interesting. Thanks, Lego. A- ageist. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. It's probably a safety thing. <laughs> and, and I support that Legoland. You, you do what you got to do. Um, completely differently. I said he would be like an extremely expensive trip to Paris. Oh, I I see. I can also see that. Champagne. Gucci. Yeah. All the fashion fashion show. Taking tons of pictures along the Seine. Like all the sites. I can see that. The most Instagram perfect trip to Paris you can imagine. I can absolutely see that. As opposed to the trip to Paris I took. (laughs) (laughs) Which was... 
Not like that. <laughs> it was the cheap version. Is there a Legoland in Paris? For could sure. We, There's we, gotta be a Legoland in Paris. We combine our two? Yeah, that would be the perfect the bee Paris. vacation. Okay, actually, that's perfect. <laughs> he takes you to the most romantic country in the world to go to something you could go to in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That would be me. Yes. Gosh, yeah. we are so good at this game. <laughs> oh, I don't know about the last one, though. All right. I don't know how I feel about my own answer. I was nice. I was nice this time. How could time. you not be nice to me? Because I normally would say, like, he's a trip to, he's like, like ba- baby gap or something. Yeah. <laughs> You're the worst. Crate and barrel baby. Oh, no, God. I'm just Too kidding. expensive. I said Jungkook would be, like, like an adventure vacation. Like, hiking, hiking, canoeing. Like, just a- athletic. You'd be moving all the time. And I would be exhausted, but I would also be like, thank you. But also I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) So I wrote wilderness adventure. There you go. (laughs) And it would be a similar thing where, except for I would never say thank you. (laughs) I would say like, this is our campsite. We're setting up here. You go do your thing. You can't catch a fish with your bare hand or whatever you came out here to do. I'll be here. I'm going to be sleeping. I'm going to be in a mosquito nut the whole time. <laughs> I like you just covered in calamine lotion. Yes. And, and like all the sunscreen. <laughs> and he'd be like, let's go over hiking. I'd be like, absolutely not. That's a hard no from me. That's, it's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And then he'd be like, why did you come out here? Then and I'd be like, because you asked me. <laughs> Have you looked in the mirror? Have you seen yourself? <laughs> I was blinded by love. And then I got out here and remembered that we're outside and my eyes came back and I was like, what am I doing? I, I, still, think, I think I perfect. would still have a fun time. I know you would still have a fun time. Actually, you know what's funny is I'm looking at this list. I've done pretty much, I've done everything on this list but backpack through Europe. I've done the road trip with lots of bickering. And I think that I would have a good time doing any of them. I haven't done Carnival or Mardi Gras. I haven't done a Disney cruise. And I haven't done an expensive European. I haven't done any of this stuff. <laughs> so my list is more of like I the I did the staycation list. and the angry road trip with your family. <laughs> <laughs> you oh are a God. walking National Lampoon vacation I is really what you're am. saying. I feel like I want to think of something different for Jungkook because we had the same answer, but I can't. We always That's do that. That's what it would be. You're right. It would be like that. It'd probably just be like going on a trip with Jeff where it's like, hey, you want to go on this trip with me? And then it's like, hey, I got his tickets for three baseball games <laughs> in a row. And we're here for four days. And I'm just like, can I buy corn dogs? Yes, I'm in. Yeah. Are there cheese fries? Do they have mini donuts? <laughs> Excellent. Let's do this. Let's, let's go. All right. Um, well, awesome. I think we did a good job. I do too. That was a good one. I think vacations Both were, of those fun. were fun. If you have any recommendations, we have gotten a few in the past. We have, and they've been really good. They've been really good. If you have a recommendation for a game that you would like us to play or another band that you would like us to experiment with, mm-hmm. let us know. We obviously need some because we're like hyper focused. We need to get out of our BTS Here's bubble. the thing. I think once we can get past this week, if you're still with us, thank you. I know we've been talking about BTS a lot lately, but it's so time consuming yeah. at this point because we really want to get these tickets. And I feel like it's, if you like BTS, then you kind of get it. Yeah. If you don't, 
We I were you like, once. I feel like if you... <laughs> and we were probably happier people, so I feel just like feel sorry for us. If you're a K-pop fan in general, yeah. you get it. You if, do. You, if the band that you're currently obsessed with, which my husband is making fun of me for, because he's like, you've never been this excited to get tickets with me before. Because we've gone to hundred, not joking, probably hundreds yeah, of concerts together. You guys are together. huge concert people. We love live music. And... We've gotten some great seats. We've even camped out before for tickets for mm-hmm. certain shows. But he was making fun of me saying, you've never been this excited to go to any of the shows that we've been to. And I try to point out to him, because the these people do not live here. No. It's not like Dave Matthews Band or Grateful Dead or Jason. Like, we've gone to Jason Mraz before, Mumford and Sons. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other groups that we've gone to and loved. But it's not like, well, if we don't go this time, it's fine because we know they'll be back in a month, in a week, in, right. in two months, next year, we, we may never see BTS again. No. It's it's a very big possibility yes. that this is our only It's chance. kind of a one-time thing. I mean, thing that's probably all a fatalist thing because they're super popular and I'm sure they'll keep touring. But like, we just don't know. We just don't know that. It's like with Big Bang. We knew that that was our one shot. It felt like then. And it is. Yeah. It was. That it's, was our one opportunity to see Big Bang. At least for many years. Yes. It's funny because that you say that because um, Jeff was in town when we recorded our last podcast because I bought tickets to see probably one of my all-time favorite bands, this band called Rogue Wave, in our hometown, which, again, five years ago, if I had found out they were coming to my hometown, I would have lost my dang mind, but I felt so much more chilled out about it. I mean, it was great. I'm so happy I got to go, but it's that same thing where now that I've experienced what it's like trying to get tickets to a band I never know if will ever come to my country again, mm-hmm. it's insanely stressful. So you just totally take for granted all this other stuff because you're yep. like, it'll work out. All I have to do is buy them online, walk to the... Vi- I could literally have, could have like ridden my bike to this theater. Yep. So... That's why. It's just big. Yeah. So we will get off the BTS kick. We will do other bands. Give us suggestions. We obviously need help right now. (laughs) But send us suggestions. That's basically what I'm saying. I just sighed really loudly into the mic. And I know from listening to our past podcasts, I sigh very loudly or like breathe very loudly. And I don't know if it's because I'm always stuffed up, but it just does not sound healthy. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Are you a sigh girl? (laughs) That's Greg. <laughs> but I'm bumped. <laughs> so that's it for today, everybody. That's and it. again, mm-hmm. one more time, if you're going to be attempting BTS tickets tomorrow or on the day that this airs, good luck. We I'm really, really are rooting for everyone. I'm really rooting for you. I hope you get tickets. If you're a scalper, I want you to know that you're a terrible person. You're scum of the earth. Especially and you make it impossible this. for fans to get tickets to something as important as this. I do not like you. No. Again, I like everybody. I think you're probably an okay human being, but you've had terrible childhoods or something. But right now, I think you're scum of this the earth. This is not a good thing to do to people who are really genuinely looking forward to this. Yes. It hurts It hurts my feelings. Don't profit off of somebody's love of something that's so genuine and pure. I think that's evil. Because we will pay. <laughs> we now will. on to happy thoughts. Now on to happy thoughts. <laughs> I don't have any. You want to take us out, Megan? Yes, please. Contact us on Twitter. <laughs> Or Facebook at Nunia Business. You can email us Becca at NuniaBusiness.com or Megan at NuniaBusiness.com. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're watching, what you're listening to. We want to hear from you. We love getting emails. We've been getting a lot of emails lately. It makes our day. We cannot emphasize enough how good it feels to get like even a Twitter comment. It's the best. We like text each other for two hours about one email. It's the greatest. So thank you so much for getting in touch with us. It really does make our day. Again, please leave comments um, or reviews. That really mm-hmm. helps people discover 
Guys, we've hit like 1,500 downloads. So boom. For me and Megan, that's really good. I have no, we thought we'd have 20? Yeah, I have no way to measure that. I don't know what's good and what's not good. It seems like it's, you know what? Somebody, somebody's paying attention. That's nice, right? (laughs) It's probably just us listening to it over and over Do you download it whenever you listen to it? No. That's just streaming it, right? That's just streaming it. Yeah. Becca explains the internet to Megan. <laughs> um, I've never downloaded any of our podcasts. Well, yay. I only stream them because I don't know how and I don't think I have enough memory on my phone. Well, and I don't really understand the logistics of it, but we appreciate yes, it. If keep you're on here, keeping on. If you're here and you're listening, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic, baby. Oh, I like what you did there. Thank you. So whether this is your first episode or your 17th episode. Dang. We're closing in on 20. That's almost the same age as junk. (laughs) (laughs) That's depressing. Keep on keeping on and we'll talk to you all next week.